Alan Bunting has been announced as the Black Ferns' new director of rugby and head coach, taking over from World Cup winner Wayne Smith. Alan Bunting's been involved with the Black Ferns' seven side, of course, for close to a decade, overseeing their incredible achievements at every international tournament during that period, including when they won Olympic gold in Tokyo. He was the head coach as the Chiefs' Manawa won the inaugural Sky Super Rugby Opiki title last year and, of course, was heavily involved in the Blackferns' World Cup victory late last year. I uh, never get sick of hearing that. Alan Bunting is with us. Alan, thanks uh, for joining us. Congratulations on the new role. Were you always keen on this being the next move in your coaching career? Oh, thanks very much for the warm welcome and, and congratulations. But, um, you know, I, I'm probably a little bit different. I, um, you know, wherever I end up, I put all my energy into that, and then when that finishes, I stop and see what's next. And you know, that's what I, where I got to after the World Cup, and um, you know, with what just happened. Um, you know, what Smithy gave, you know, gave a special gift to the women's game and then, you know, the potential growth of women's rugby here, you know, it was definitely where I wanted to be. When you reflect back on that Rugby World Cup campaign and the ride that you took us all on during that time, what stands out most vividly for you? Well, I, I, you, know, you have to talk about Smithy. You know, he had a game that he knew could, um, you know, win the World Cup. And, you know, he came in with absolute belief and honesty and connected the people and he took us on a Shinkansen ride and took us all the way to the semis and finals. And, you know, we just squeezed there in near the end. But, you know, just his belief and drive and what he wanted to do was really special to be a part of. Had you worked alongside him before? No, I've been a big fan and, you know, watched him from afar and listened to whenever you see anything that he's talking about on social media and um, just been a real fan. And when he reached out to me, I was a little bit starstruck, to be honest. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, he's, a, he's had a massive impact on rugby, you know, throughout his years. And you know, that experience was um, just tremendous for him to come and give that to the women's game. So how did you find then, as you say, a, a guy you'd looked up to for so long, um, how did you find working alongside him and, and, and what did he, you know, what was he asking of you on a day-to-day basis? Um, well, you know, at, at first he, I think he just wanted some help. He knew I had some experience in the, the women's game and you know, a bit of a, a sounding board for him and you know, wanted me to help, you know, with deepen the collections within the group earlier on, but... You know, after he got going, you know, I ended up being more of a student and and learning off him and, and just helping him out where, where he needed and um, enjoying the journey. So do you feel in any way daunted by the success that he's brought to the team as you now take over, effectively take over his role? No, you know, you know, obviously you set the expectations, um, you know, where this team can actually go and, you know, it's our responsibility now, as responsibility now as individuals, as a team and, as a nation to continue that on and hopefully build off. And but there, there's you know a lot more. There's 32 players that experienced that. There's a, a massive amount of talent in this country. You know, it's a good chance for us to you know, capture that, build some depth and support, and you know keep women's, women's competitions thriving and, and growing.
Have you thought about, uh, well, I'm sure you have, but so I'll ask a different way. What are the main building blocks for that uh, capitalisation on the success, Alan? How, how do you make sure that, you know, that, that what happened at the back end of last year isn't just a one-off and it's not an, a, an ending point, it's a launching pad? Yeah, well, you know, it, it is, you know, for, for me, the next point is getting the right people for our programme, um, getting our leadership group right and, you know, you know, deciding what we want to be in a couple of years' time. We've got another World Cup and, as you said, you know, we won that one. We've, it's pretty hard to go and win back-to-back. So, you know, this team has been very successful, so that'll be our first draw. But then, you know, our, our ladies, we're not a full, um, fully centralised programme, which we usually are, or which we have been for the sevens. They do most of their training in their hubs and in their provincial union. So it's about, you know, like the Black Ferns coaches being really aligned, building good relationships with the support that we have around them and just making sure our players are okay. But they've been really present around our competitions and, and schools and really growing the foundation. You've, as I mentioned at the top of the chat, been instrumental in the, you know, in the in the success of the Black Fern Sevens program, and, and you've just spoken about it a little bit there. Are there things you think that are transfer, transferable instantly across to the Fifteens game that you know that will help drive similar success? Yeah, well, you know, our Sevens ladies have been fully professional for quite a while now, and you know, as I've sort of experienced that, and you know, the late, once the ladies learn, you know, what it takes to be real dominant. You know, or the top of the game is you know what I call it, and once they learn to be self reliant and making sure they get what they need and it's player driven is you know the real you know transfer over. And most some of our ladies have been in the sevens for a while are pretty self reliant. You know, they know they know when to reach out for help, and um, they don't have too many excuses. So you know, it's about that transition into the being a professional player. The sound of a professional player sounds really neat, but it is hard. You know, it's hard work. It's demanding but you know it has to be driven internally from the player you know it's pretty hard if you're the coach trying to pull players along and so I guess it's it's growing that mindset. We've got Super Rugby Opiki now as part of the rugby landscape in New Zealand it's still in its uh, early stages of course and and I'm sure you know over time that will continue to grow but how important a building block do you consider that will be uh, for the professional women's game moving forward? Well, it's massive, and you know we're always looking. Hopefully, that expands, and hopefully, we connect them with the Aussie teams and, and Pacifica in the next couple of years, and we grow that competition. But you know, it's an opportunity for our players to be playing more and training together, you know, more the better players all in all in the same teams. But you know, more opportunity we've got them to play. But I think the mo- most important thing is really good support. You know, we've got some amazing coaches in there now, and we'll start building the support. But it's how they train in um, each week. You know, which makes our game. So, you know, the more our ladies are training and playing throughout the year, um, our game's going to grow. And test matches for the Black Ferns as well, as he announced also uh, seven test matches in the year ahead, including Pacific Four Series, Laurie O'Reilly Cup. Um, any idea when you're going to get a, a firm indication on, on when and, and where those test matches will be? Yeah, well, I think the, the first the Laurie O'Reilly and the um, Pacific Four will be July. And then the, the later test will be in October. That's, you know, they're not completely confirmed now, but that won't be too far away. Good to hear. Uh, important, though, isn't it, that you, it seems so obvious, that you're playing games? Because for a long time, this team hasn't been. I know COVID's been here, but uh, but is seven a good number of test matches? Could it be more? Should it be more? Um, I think it's a good number. We obviously want a, a couple more, but I think we'll get we'll get to that. But seven is definitely better than one or two or none. 
quiet. That's absolutely right. And and just back to the overall philosophy of of uh, of coaching this side, and and I guess of coaching women's sides as well. Not everybody has got this right, as as you've probably seen around New Zealand and around the world. Is it? Can you just coach athletes, or are there specific things you must do when coaching elite female athletes? Well, we talk about athletes and elite athletes, but everybody's a human being. Uh, you know, everyone's got a heart and a brain and a soul. You know, I think it's it's the relationships and trust that need to be built first. And you know, when our when our ladies uh, know that you really care about their life and the relationships are deeper, then you know, I think. Um, you know the high performance has no ceiling, so it's I think it's really important to build trust. I think that's not just for women and men. Congratulations on the new role, Alan. It's uh, it's an exciting time for you and your family, and for this this wonderful uh, team that uh, that, as I say, took us on such a great ride at the back end of last year. All the best for for twenty twenty three and beyond. Uh, as I say, an exciting time for you. Thanks for taking the time for a chat. Awesome. Thanks very much. Appreciate it.